0: Welcome to the Let the Truth Be Told podcast with me, Apostle Jennifer Abigail Lawson-Wallace. I'm the co-founder of Cedars House Christian International, a ministry dedicated to raising believers in Christ. I'm also the founder and international president of Women in Tune, a global army of women faithfully worshipping and serving Jesus Christ. My passion is to teach, train, and disciple men women, their youth, and leaders to get more intimate with the Lord and serve Him. The aim of this podcast is to bring the truth of God's Word to the body of Christ. Therefore, you can expect in-depth teachings for those who are young in their faith, as well as those who are serious with their Christian walk and want to grow. Be ready to be strengthened, equipped, and empowered in your daily walk with the Lord as you listen to the Let the Truth Be Told podcast. We have been discussing the church's role as the royal priesthood, and in the previous episode, we began a discussion of our role as kings. Let's continue to explore this further. In episode two, we talked about the purpose of the church. And one of the things we said is that the church is meant to be the government of God upon the earth. It is as kings that we will bring the government of heaven into our homes, into our communities, into our schools and universities, into government, into the marketplace. We need to develop the mindset of kings. We need to have an understanding that the authority we have been given is that righteousness shall become a normal thing upon the surface of the earth for the sake of the next generation our generation needs to rise up we need to rise up and stand against a whole lot of things we need to rise up and start praying and we need to rise up and start taking action we have been given the keys of the kingdom hallelujah even in matthew 28 jesus gave us that great commission mandate to go. He said, all authority has been given to me. Therefore, go. We have authority to go forth as kings. In Acts chapter 1, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and even to the remotest part of the earth. That's Acts chapter 1 verse 8. So we have authority. We have been given authority by Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the King of kings, alone possesses all authority. And he has given us authority. And even though he's giving us authority, he has not passed all authority to us. So we need to be under his authority to be able to exercise authority. Hallelujah. But Christ has given us authority over the works of Satan. Let me give you an example. Authority has been given to the policeman to do his job. The government has invested authority in your local PC, your local policeman, to do his job. But for him to do an effective job, he has to take that authority and exercise it. If he just sits at home and doesn't do anything, nothing will happen. The same applies to us. But if the policeman wearing his uniform and the policeman takes that authority by putting on his uniform. Without his uniform, you will not even recognize him. Without his uniform, if he told you to stop, you wouldn't even stop. But once he dons his uniform, we know that he's standing in authority. Now, if the policeman, even in his uniform, gets drunk and is just staggering around and, uh, and stops you, you are more likely to arrest him than he to arrest you because he's not walking in authority. This is what applies to us. We have to put on Christ. That is our symbol of authority. And that's why discipleship is important, that the more we grow and mature in him, the more we exercise the authority given us. There's a young uh, group um, discipling, and that's one of the things I'm explaining to them. That the authority i carry is not different from the authority they carry but i have learned to use that authority and i have learned to walk in it that's the difference between me and them i have learned how to conduct myself and to walk in that authority jesus has given us keys not everyone knows how to use their keys but if you learn to use them you will walk in the authority given. Hallelujah. Even in Luke chapter 10, Jesus said to us, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. We have been given authority as kings to establish the kingdom, authority to preach the gospel and proclaim the kingdom, authority to cast out demons, to heal the sick, raise the dead, pull down strongholds, and set the captives free. Hallelujah. You know, when I think of this, I think of what Isaiah promised us in Isaiah 61, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to open prison doors. How can you open a prison door unless you have the authority of a king? To set captives free. How can you set the captives free? unless you have the authority of a king. This is what we've been called to do. And we've been called to use that authority to bring relief to humanity, because that is why Jesus came, to set the captives free and to redeem man. Hallelujah. As kings, we will fight, we will war, we will battle for the kingdom. What is the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We must fight to protect the boundaries of the kingdom. It's a shame that sometimes people are not sure what we stand for, but thank God the Holy Spirit is restoring truth to us and we are going to rise up. As kings, as we fight the battle of the kingdom, we will engage in spiritual warfare to overthrow satanic strongholds and influence on people. Look, the past couple of months, a small group of us leaders, we did 10 prayer walks in a particular city because the Lord instructed us to. The Lord showed us, spoke to us, and we did 10 prayer walks. Each prayer walk took five to six hours because we understand our role and we know that God needs us to position ourselves. You need to start prayer walking your streets. Hallelujah. Through preaching the gospel also and casting out demons, we must wage war over the works of the enemy and his influence in the lives of people. Through preaching the gospel, we will cast out demons, heal the sick. Through teaching, Through declaring the word, we will bring change to the lives of people. This is our role as kings in the kingdom of God, that we fight the enemy and establish the kingdom of God in the lives of humanity and on the earth. The kingdom of Jesus Christ is not food and drink. It is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. It amazes me. How people can reject that. Who would reject righteousness? Living right. Doing it right. Unless the person is under the influence of Satan. Who will reject peace? Who will reject joy? People are looking for these things. Let us rise up and contend that the kingdom will be manifested in the lives of these people. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 says, We are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, against evil spirits in the heavenly places. When I say it's time for us to fight, I'm not talking about fighting flesh and blood enemies. Yes, sometimes you may need to write a letter, make a petition, uh, raise a placard. But your warfare is not with them. Our warfare is not necessarily with people. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 6. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. The scripture shows us that our warfare is not with people. As kings, we are rising up to fight, but we are not fighting people. We are fighting the things that stop people from knowing the love of God through Jesus Christ. The things that stop people from accepting Jesus Christ as Lord. We are fighting anything that stops the church from growing and functioning as we should. We are fighting anything that hinders the advancement and establishment of the kingdom of God on the earth. Anything that hinders righteousness. Anything that presents a false gospel, false hope to the people. Because it's only in Jesus that there is freedom, there is liberty, there is peace, and there is joy. Hallelujah. Daniel promised us in Daniel chapter 7, I'll read two verses, verse 18 and verse 27. In Daniel 7, verse 18, it says, But the saints of the Most High, and I really love this scripture. I love this scripture very much. It says, But the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Verse 27. Then the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall save him. Hallelujah. Ah, Jesus told us, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. In the kingdom, we are kings. We have authority. We have access to the king of kings. He has mandated us to go set the captives free. And I thank God that the Holy Spirit will enable us to do so. It is in our function and role as kings that the church will establish the kingdom of God in our nation's communities, marketplaces, societies and nations. When we sit on our laurels, when we we give up, when we forget who we are, we find that the evil creeps in when we are vigilant in our role as kings, we find that victory is sure and always the goodness of God will win in the lives of people. May the Lord help us. May the Lord strengthen us. May the Lord uphold us. May the Lord raise us to stand as priests in the land and as kings on the earth in Jesus' name and for his kingdom's sake. I hope you've been encouraged, strengthened, and perhaps even challenged by this message. You may also watch teachings related to this message and other topics on my Let the Truth Be Told YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to. I'd love to hear from you, so please do sign up to our email list at letthetruthbetold at cedarshouse.org and subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. To find out more about me, Jennifer Abigail Lawson Wallace, our ministry, and the work we do, visit our websites, womenintune.org, quiverprayermovement.org, and cedishouse.org. You may join our community on social media and engage with us there. This podcast was sponsored by Sublime Gifts, home of elegant, bespoke Christian gifts, from personalised cards and cushions to devotionals and luxury picture frames, please do remember to visit their website, sublimegiftsuk.com. Thank you for listening and don't forget to download and listen to the podcast. God bless you.